Hello, everyone, and welcome to the Golden Astrologer Podcast. Today is Sunday, December 24th in the year 2023. And I am here in lovely Escazú, Costa Rica, in my garden, on my patio, and it's 10.15 a.m. And I figured I'd do this early because Merry Christmas. It is Christmas Eve. And I hope all of you have some festivities planned for tonight and tomorrow. And I knew that people would be looking for this, so I said I'm going to do this today and do it early. Okay, so, so much is happening in the week ahead in this last week of December because today's Sunday and next Sunday is the 31st. So we are officially in the last week of the year, the last week of December, and it is a really interesting chock full of activity week astrologically. So let's get to it. Today the sun is still in Capricorn as it just entered Capricorn the other day, <laughs> and it is uh, making a very nice sextile to Saturn, and that is a very stabilizing influence, and interestingly enough, I don't see, you know, all sorts of astrological discomfort, shall we say, over these next couple days, which is a good thing, because sometimes we get like eclipses on Christmas, <laughs> and it can bring up stuff, and emotions are like everywhere and that's where we're that's where we're not going this year so that's actually good um however we do have a full moon coming but i'll talk about that in a minute so this is a very nice stabilizing energy saturn in pisces the sun in capricorn and saturn rules capricorn so we're we're in this nice flow between the sun and saturn so that's a good thing it's not bringing us any really harsh harsh aspects. So this is smooth. It's practical. Even though Mercury's retrograde, it still sort of smooths out these next couple of days, which I think is very helpful. Tomorrow on Christmas Day, we get Venus trine Neptune at 12.15 p.m. Eastern time, and this is really lovely. Venus and Neptune work well together and they harmonize together when they're in this trine, which is a smooth flowing aspect. And it's so lovely and it's perfect for a holiday and it's about unconditional love it's about opening your heart it's about pleasantries and beauty and gratitude and spirituality and nature and it's such a very pleasant beautiful aspect that this is a great time to express your love and your gratitude for your family, for your friends, for the people around you that have been with you all year, the people who have supported you all year and who have been aligned with you all year and just a really lovely place in the zodiac for this emotional, because both planets are in water signs. Venus is in Scorpio, Neptune is in Pisces, and this is a really beautiful, lovely place. And I think it's nice as Venus moves through Scorpio that Venus and Neptune touch each other in this very beautiful way. It's heartwarming. So this is this is great. And I mean, it's in aspect now. It's just exact tomorrow. And so this just puts us in a really good, calm place for uh, the holiday. And I think that's, that's particularly lovely. Um, then we have this Tuesday, the 26th, which is a very interesting day. And this is the full moon. So... 
the full moon is in Cancer, of course, because we were in we are in the time of year that is Capricorn. So the sun is in Capricorn and the moon is in Cancer. And so we're going to probably feel this full moon a little bit tomorrow on Christmas, but it it will happen on Tuesday the 26th. And that is at 7.33 p.m. Eastern Time. So it will be, you know, in this region of the world, it will be dark. And I'm in Costa Rica, so it'll be 6.33 p.m. It'll be dinner time for me on the 26th. And that's um, that's a good night to go. I can already see it in the sky because it's been close to Jupiter because it was in Taurus. And really beautiful, like the moon next to Jupiter. And it was like right above me the other night when a couple of us were out having dinner. It was really, really beautiful. So... Um, keep looking for it. It's really, it's really beautiful as it's becoming full in the sky. Also on Tuesday, Chiron goes direct and that is at 10, 10 PM. And Chiron is in the sign of Aries and, you know, Chiron is all about our wounds. Chiron is where we're wounded. And when it's transiting is different, of course, than where you have it in your chart. And so having it in Aries is about the individual, the individual perspective, the connection to self and Chiron and Aries often you know this is it's we're in an interesting dynamic with the nodes north in in Aries and the south in Libra both Chiron and Aries and the north node in Aries are telling us to pay attention to ourselves and our own needs and wants and what we need as opposed to pleasing others and bending over backwards to please other people and South Node in Libra can be very people-pleasing. Chiron in Aries is I got wounded because I wasn't listening to myself or I was trying to be helpful to others or pleasing others and I wasn't listening to me. And so it's a similar vibe. And so even as we approach the holiday, and you know, with Chiron stationing, that could add a little bit of a tender moment with the holiday. So it's the station, Chiron's not direct until later on Tuesday night in this region of the world. And it could be a very tender moment. Now, the Venus-Neptune can help smooth that over because you might have a moment of sadness or a moment of a tear or a moment of deep empathy for someone else. And this is, this is often what happens when Chiron is stationing. So this is a this is a moment, okay? And don't let it overtake you. It's a moment. If you are having Chiron right to a planet, then it could be something very deep for you as this stations and moves forwards. But I really think that it could be just a moment of reflection. And Venus-Neptune can be reflection as well. It doesn't mean swinging parties. That We get to that later in the week. <laughs> but... Venus and Neptune are really a moment of empathy, compassion, sensitivity, in addition to the normal, like creativity, heart opening, those things. But we, we want to pay attention to how we're, you got to pay attention to your feelings. Christmas brings up stuff. It brings up stuff for people. It always does. It, whether you've lost your family, your parents, and you're alone, whether you are with strangers, with, you know, everyone feels they need to be with someone um, or they need to respond to the holiday. It's an expectation. But it doesn't have to be that way. And as long as you feel you are doing what's in your heart, 
whether maybe you just go do volunteer work on the holiday. Maybe you go and spend it with friends. It doesn't matter as long as your heart is full. And it's so important to take time because otherwise it's just another day and it's the same old thing. And then we have this itch to do work or chores or something. And it's important that you take time. Um, it's, it's a little poignant with Chiron going direct, but I really feel, and at the full moon, and I really feel it's just, it, it might bring emotions. So allow them. Let them move through you. Do what's, do what's right for you. Absolutely. Um, I was moved to write about my late partner on Instagram the other day. And at, it was the solstice. And he loved, he was British. So we, we went to Glastonbury and, and Stonehenge in our, in our relationship. And we used to go to these places because they were the sacred sites of England. And he loved those places. And solstice was always important to him because he was an astrologer like me. And so as we enter the, the time of Capricorn and we enter the solstice, whether it's winter up north or summer down south, we're entering a new season, a new time, uh, another point on the cardinal axis. And that cardinal axis, which is the beginning of Capricorn, the beginning of Cancer, the beginning of Libra, the beginning of Aries, um, these are moments when we are shifting perspectives, shifting seasons. Um, here, of course, like I've said, there's no season change. That Well, there's a little bit of a season change, but not on the solstice. Um, but this is, this is important to connect to because right now it's the time when the sun is having the shortest days. And now the sun is starting to come back to us. The sun, the days will get longer and we'll have more sunlight and as it you know gets closer to the next solstice which is in june and when we have the longest days so we've just experienced the longest night the longest period of darkness which is always highly metaphorical for where we are and this is all you know remember what i was saying last week and the week before saturn rules this time of year we're no longer in that Sagittarius sun period. We're in the period of Saturn. And this was, you know, this, there was also the ancient pagan feast of Saturnalia, which celebrated the solstice, you know, and the, the shortest day of the year. And it's the death of the sun god. So this is the time of year when it is the death of the sun god and then reborn again, reborn again at Christmas. And this is when the light starts to come back and you really start to notice it. When I was a kid, my mother used to say, oh, yeah, we start seeing the light come back after New Year's. Yeah, it, that's when you really notice it. You're like, oh, yeah, it's later out. It's a little later. Maybe it's 20 minutes later or 15 minutes later. But the light is around longer. Yes. And this is the moment of darkness. So it is the time to go inside. Go within Take your moments, especially with Chiron going direct, and you have these social energies with Venus and Neptune, but the solstice, the time of Saturn, the sun and Saturn connecting, and then also this Chiron going direct and the full moon. This is a lot of energy right now that is asking us, full moons, people often want to go have tears and emotions during full moons. So don't be afraid to do that. Don't think, oh, my Christmas was ruined. I was in this mood. Go deal with your mood. Take time out. Take a half an hour. Go by yourself. Go meditate. Go for a walk. 
and allow these emotions to come because they're big right now. And some Christmases go past us and it was just like, yeah, it's a lot of Venus, Jupiter. No, this isn't one of those. This is, this is sensitive and lovely and it allows us to go deep because of the Venus Neptune. But there's not, there's not, there's not harsh aspects, thankfully. There's no like Saturn with an eclipse, okay? And there's no, but it is softening. This is about softening into your feelings. And that's what we're doing right now. We're softening into those feelings and allowing them to come forward. Um, so then, then we start getting into Wednesday when we have the sun trining Jupiter, and the sun and Jupiter are like in a good place. So that's, that's good because the sun's in Capricorn and Jupiter's in Taurus. And Jupiter is slowing down because it's going to go direct. But the sun in Capricorn and Jupiter in Taurus, this is all, this is earthly pleasures. This is people going and getting sales after Christmas in their favorite stores. <laughs> the after Christmas bargain bonanza extravaganza. <laughs> but... But also, it's pleasant and it's lovely and it's still more of the same of going with this flow in life and the experience of, you know, gently allowing things to come forward and, and being in the flow. So this is, we're looking at some very good, some poignancy, but some very good aspects that are supporting us during this time. Now, the other day, I think was very high energy and that was like Friday. I didn't sleep well Thursday night. I was exhausted on Friday. Friday had a lot of energy. That was the one I was talking about last week where Mercury was going into Sagittarius backwards and the sun was going forwards into Capricorn from Sagittarius and they were meeting, high-fiving each other and going in opposite directions. And so that was that's when Mercury was combust. And I felt the energy now has calmed down quite a bit. But when Mercury's combust, Mercury's the intellectual planet. Mercury's high energy. Mercury's like, yeah, let's go. Let's do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I've got lots of thoughts. I've got lots of ideas. I've got lots of details. And Mercury and the sun, when they're together and they conjunct, which they inevitably do to the halfway point of Mercury retrograde, they are electrified in some ways. Uranus isn't involved, but they were, they're electrified because Mercury and the sun get very close to one another in that, con you know, at their conjunct and they, the sun zaps Mercury with all that fiery energy. Yes, that's what combust is something, you know, when something's like combustion. Yes, that's what that means. But Mercury's, Mercury's behaving itself now. It's doing that square to Neptune late Tuesday, early Wednesday, 2.43 a.m. Eastern Time. And remember, Mercury squared Neptune before Mercury went retrograde. So there was something uh, that was speaking to us, something intuitive, something creative, something deep within us. And it's possible a new message and a new part of that story comes forward on Wednesday. And I spoke of that, I spoke of it on Instagram, I spoke of it here on the podcast, that it is Mercury and Neptune can be a little confusing. They could be misinformed. It could be, you know, very psychic, intuitive information that you receive for yourself. Um, this is a very significant kind of aspect where we're feeling, we're feeling that intuitive 
wafting of information and energy to us okay so pay attention to that this isn't a week to like kind of shut down and ignore things it is a week to pay attention because we have a lot going on and we're going to be processing a lot of information and energy and that's the thing I know it's holiday time people all over the world are taking vacations here everybody goes to the beach but we're having so much planetary activity talking to one another that I think that and I feel that this is going to be a week of information, processing information, because Mercury is very active, and a week of processing emotions and perhaps gaining new perspective. This is still Mercury retrograde, and it is still a time to step back and recognize things and sort through stuff even if you're chopping onions for Christmas dinner <laughs> you know this is a week of gaining perspective so much is happening astrologically and full moons are always great times to gain emotional perspective and sense into things it's the full moon in cancer for Pete's sake it's a water sign so you know, the full moon in Cancer doesn't always coincide with the holidays. It can also be later in Capricorn season, which could be mid-January. But it's an important moment right now to sense into things, be present, be present for yourself and whatever you're feeling. I always say that, right? But this is really, this week is more more sensitive to that and if you are feeling sensitive remember to go lick your wounds if you feel you need to because of Chiron going direct okay later in the week we start to get some more rock and roll like fun times rock and roll as Venus leaves Scorpio and goes into Sagittarius on Friday the 29th at 324 p.m. so Venus is going to finish up her tour of duty in Scorpio where she's not entirely happy and I can tell you that I always feel that shift from Venus and Scorpio to Venus and Sag it's like whoosh something gets lifted the heavier deeper energies of Scorpio um, give way to the lighter more frivolous party energies of Sagittarius <laughs> And so while we may be feeling sensitive and maybe a little emotional earlier in the week, we're going to give way to like a little more frivolity as Venus moves into Sagittarius. And so then she'll be there for about a month or so. So she's here Friday the 29th. She moves in 324 p.m. Eastern time. And then the next day on the 30th, one of the moments we've been waiting for, Jupiter goes direct 9.40 p.m. Eastern Time, Saturday the 30th. So Jupiter is going to be direct for New Year's Eve. Venus will have just moved into Jupiter's domain the day before. Now we're getting release. Now we're starting to relax. Now we're starting to feel abundant. We're starting to have fun. We're starting to release last year. Because remember, when Mercury goes retrograde, we're always in that place, that dynamic place of review, Review, reveal, revise, rewire, <laughs> everything. All the reads, right? When it happens, as I've said before in this space, when it happens at the end of the year, the very end of the year, it, it really is a deep period of review of where we've been, whether it's, you know, these last months, this last year, what this year has looked like to us. 
And so those energies are still with us till January 1st, but really I think it's going to start to lighten up Friday the 29th when Venus moves into Sagittarius. And so we're still with some sensitivities. I think this week is kind of split into two kinds of energies. There's the earlier part of the week where we're more sensitive, we're gathering with others, we are, or maybe we want to be alone. We have, um, we have a desire to nurture ourselves, you know, under that Cancer full moon, nurture, be there for others, connect, be sensitive, be listening to emotions, feeling into that really deeply connecting, taking moments of that and connecting with that. And then we can release, then we can move forward a little more energetically, fiery, you know, Jupiter going direct, Venus. And here's what's really interesting. Venus is in Jupiter's sign. Venus is going to go into Sag. That's big. Jupiter is in Venus's sign, right? Jupiter's in Taurus. So they, this is really connected. I think this is going to be a happy new year. There's always stuff. There's always things in the world. You always hear some stories. But for the most part, I think this is like we're really releasing this past year. So focus on this this week. I know it's holiday. You're like, well, I got my family here. People are here from out of town. Blah. Dad, what are you talking about? I can't go. Yes, you take some moments and you go for a walk or you take a moment even before you go to sleep at night to be grateful to have a space of, of recognition and a space of peace, finding that space of peace earlier in the week. And then you're going to feel like you're releasing this year into the ethers. You're saying gratitude for this year. No matter, you know, I think, I think this year, I feel like this year has been rough. I don't think it was rough in the same way 2020 was rough, but I think it's been a complicated year as Pluto makes this transition you know, this back and forth of an outer planet, we're ending a cycle, we're beginning a new one. And this has been very sensitive. And I think we're ending a very sensitive, complicated year. And so when we are saying goodbye to this year, we're, I, I for one, I'm going to be very pleased to let this year go. <laughs> I don't say this every year. <laughs> but this year, I think it's been... You know, they describe this, I would describe this, as the alchemical experience of coagulatio, coagulation. And so coagulation is good on, you want your blood to coagulate, right? Um, coagulation is good on some terms, but it's becoming earth. It's very earthbound and very, and that's how I feel in these last weeks, especially very, it, it can be stuck you know, and I don't think we were stuck in this year so much, but the energy does not feel, did not feel lofty or light. We're really in this coagulation place that's churning into a place of adherence or, or churning into this place of earthiness or concrete, as my, as my alchemy deck describes. But this is so important to recognize because when we start to see this Jupiter Venus push at the end of the year and as I've said before the end of this year is a very big push forward with Jupiter going direct and then Mercury like the next day or so the next you know 48 hours or less 
and Venus going into Sag, this is a big relief. So I think there's going to be a big relief at the end of this year as we release something. But this is, you know, we're going to feel better. I think we're going to, we're always feeling better when Mercury goes direct. And then um, sometimes the shadow's a little rough, but, but, and then Jupiter going direct is always going to feel better. And Venus going to Sag is always going to go better. So in these last moments of 2023, we are going to start to feel better. So the next time I see you or you hear me on this podcast, when, which I'll do, you know, daytime New Year's Eve, is really we're going to have some experience of, ha- of having these shifts already in place. So by the time I do this podcast again, there will be several shifts that have occurred and we're going to get to sense and I'll describe what that release feels like. So stay tuned. But um, this is a very important thing to notice. It is like when I say that that advanced state of stuckness or that that feeling of concrete or coagulation, it's it's about earth, okay? It's about earthiness. And you know when when you've got to turn the soil to to plant your seeds, you know, it's like that it was like it's sometimes the earth is really hard. It's dense. And right now, like here in Costa Rica, okay, the earth isn't as pliable because it stopped raining. So, if I want to dig and plant something, you know, I have to dig harder or I've got to soften the earth with water. And, you know, leave the hose on and like let the water flow and like dig up what I need to dig up. So maybe you want to move a plant, maybe you want to plant a new plant, but putting your seeds in the earth now, which is fine, um, it is really about kind of getting into that earth and digging up the earth. Now, that being said, what is earth in astrology? Well, there's Taurus, which is where Jupiter is, and there's Virgo, which is ruled by Mercury, which is retrograde. And, um, and then there's Capricorn, Capricorn, which is where Pluto is. For a little less than a month now, it's going to be in Earth and it's going to go into air. So my, my feeling about this is that we are feeling that coagulation of Pluto at the end of an Earth sign. Because like I said, this is the end of a cycle, but it's also the end of an era, okay? So I expect this coagulation feeling to come back next September through mid-November next year when it's the last moments of Pluto in Capricorn. And so Pluto in Sagittarius, that when it left 15 years ago, was this fire into Earth feeling. And... Now we're getting Earth into air, which is loftier and lighter and not coagulated. Okay, so not that we've been stuck in coagulation for 15 years. I don't believe that, but I believe right now that's what it feels like. And if I had to put my finger on it, I would call it coagulation. And so this experience of the end of a year and then the end of an era within the next month is very deep endings right now, very deep endings. And we all have to acknowledge it. So what are you ending? What are you ending in your life? What are you saying goodbye to as this year closes? Because we, we look at our lives, like typically you look at your life in this, in the time periods of these years and months. And however, like you'll my Friday night say, what a rough week. Oof, like crazy month something and then the year ends and then we we look at our lives because we've set up our calendar Saturn this way and we look at how we have fared during the last 12 months and 
we begin a new cycle. But we're, we're ending the cycle of a year. We're ending the cycle of Pluto in Capricorn next month. And we're ending the era this coming year. So there's like Pluto's going to spend more time in Aquarius than in Capricorn in 2024. So I look forward to that release of coagulation. And I feel like some of that is going to get stirred up and released in these last few days of the year as Venus moves into Sag and as Jupiter goes forward, even though Jupiter's in an Earth sign. It's, it's going to be some relief piece by piece over these next weeks. So what part of your life feels like it's in coagulation? It's a little too much advanced state of coagulation. There's this feeling of maybe a little bit of stuckness. And then we always look to the new year as like, I'm going to get unstuck this year. I'm not going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to do these other things instead. I'm going to, and, and what's more important is I'm going to feel into what I want and this is what I was talking about in my lecture the other night. Oh, yes, my lecture the other night. So I gave that lecture, Vision of the Future 2024, and it is still available for you to receive. If you'd like to buy it, you can come e uh, email me, deb at debmcbride.com. And you can go to Instagram. I usually have it in stories to, to purchase the, with a link. But you go to my website, you can purchase it there. But the important thing about that lecture, and here, here it is, folks. And here's the 11th moment of the pod, the 11th hour, the 11th minute, the, the, the last of the podcast here. I want to tell you, I was in this lecture. And, you know, you want to talk about the breakup of coagulation. I was in this lecture. And I hope you listen to the end of this podcast, because this is a very important moment <laughs> we're going to talk about. My friend Claudia attended and she said, you know, there's going to be 72 elections in the world in 2024. And I said, that's, you know, we were saying, wow, that's incredible in throughout the world. And it's never happened in history. Okay. So we talk about this and you can see it live and happening if you get the recording. And She's talking about these 72 elections. Now, I don't know all 72 countries. I guess we could look them up that are going to have elections. I know the United States is one of them. Um, but 72 countries will have elections, and this has never happened, or this is historically, not in our lifetime especially, it hasn't happened. So this is important, and I said, when she said that, that's going to be major shifts and changes in the world and into the global environment. This is going to be, and as I said that, an earthquake happened here in Costa Rica. So here I was saying these very words, and in that very moment, not five minutes later, not before, not earlier as we began the lecture, my Zoom masterclass, as we, I uttered those words, great shifts and changes in the new year, next year with those 72 elections globally in the global atmosphere in the global world the earthquake hit here and of course everybody else wasn't in costa rica on the the um experience on my master class and i said girls we just had an earthquake here and they were like you are kidding me and i was like no we just had an earthquake and it was it felt big you know it was a 
and it felt bigger to me. I mean, but no damage was done. It just felt like the house shook from left to right and then sort of back again. And and that's what it, they do. They they feel like they go from left to right or right to left or up to down or something. But this was an earthquake. <laughs> so I consider that a moment a moment of the earth shifting. I said there's going to be shifts and changes in the global experience in the world. And you can watch that if you if you if you already have the um, video or you can um, you were there and you experienced it or if you want to purchase it you can you can watch it happen <laughs> I can say it was an earthquake it was such and from my perspective of course I'm uttering these words and then this earthquake happens and so this is confirmation and true words have never been spoken and the coagulation is being shaken up so any state of coagulation to me what this tells me is any state of coagulation that we've experienced in this last year and what's coming next year it's all going to get shaken up aquarius is a shaky sign you know hey i'm an aquarius and i know this it's like we're not we're not an earth sign it's not capricorn anymore we're going into this big aquarian experience so i am i'm proud of that moment <laughs> sort of <laughs> And I was just like, I was telling, I was calling my friends saying, can you believe it? There was an earthquake. And I was saying these very words at that moment. And oh my God. So I, I that was the moment of the week for me. I was like, whoa. <laughs> and I have to say, I, I just, I, I, nature, nature will never fail you. Never. She will speak to you at the absolute correct moments absolutely and so you know I've gotten used to these things here and sometimes you do like I feel my heart pounding afterwards but I was keeping it together because I was speaking to people in an audience and but it was so important nature was really speaking to us in that moment and I invite you to get the video and watch it because it was it was a moment um and I I do believe that this is this was something deep and profound that I was connecting to. You know, when I do these things, when I do my podcast, when I do my lectures, when I talk to someone in session, I, there's a certain amount of channeling that I'm doing. That energy is coming through me and, and words are coming to me from spirit. So, you know, that was no exception. That was a big moment. So we have to look forward to these changes and these shifts in the new year. So, what I want you to do this week is to connect with your emotions, connect with your feelings, connect with things that are deeply embedded, wounded, connected in these next days, whatever you're feeling, and then release everything. It, do a big release ritual, light some candles, clear your space, do a big space cleanse, Friday, Saturday, do this big space cleanse as Jupiter moves forward, as Venus embraces Sagittarius, Jupiter's domain, and we, we go into a, a bigger, better energy at this, at this end of the year. And we pray to end this coagulation over these next weeks and move forward. And I want to wish you a very Merry Christmas if you're celebrating, a beautiful holiday. I hope it is filled with joy and abundance for you. And I am here and available to speak to anyone. If you'd like to contact me for a session or anything, my website is thegoldenastrologer.com. My Instagram is thegoldenastrologer, and this podcast is the Golden Astrologer Podcast. And I'm available for Reiki, for um, 
astrology, obviously, and for expansion mentoring. And as Jupiter goes forward, we can embrace our own expansion. So come join me in expansion mentoring three months, six months, 12 months. As we move into the new year, it may be exactly what you need and help you overcome coagulation. And I wish you a beautiful week, a beautiful holiday. Thank you so much for listening. Gratitude to all of you at this wonderful time of the year in this perfectly beautiful holiday season. Thank you for listening. Have a beautiful week.